Once you see what you actually are, that you're an infinite, limitless being, you'll see that nothing exists outside of you. I'm your host, Derek Grant, and this is the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. Welcome back to the Pathway to Results Podcast. I am your host, Derek Grant, a.k.a. DG. It's always a privilege. It's always an honor to be able to share this time with you. Um, My heart's heavy. I'm going to go ahead and share some stuff with you. Um, Yesterday, I took the day for myself. Um, And, you know, I don't do that often where I just take a day of just like with me with myself, but I did this because I turned 40 here in, well, now 24 hours, but I, I, I was like, I, I, I know that what I'm put here to do, it's time to get going. So I took um, a day to just kind of reflect and contemplate on life and where I'm at. And um, plant medicine, uh, it was a ceremonial day, shall I say, for me to, to uncover some things. And um, one of the things that came up when I was in this, in this uh, session this couple hours was this feeling of uh, abandonment, right? And I'm going to touch on it on another episode, but why there is always a fear of being rejected, right? Why there's a there's a worry of am I enough? Why there's a worry of am I accepted? And I and I realize why. Like I said, I'm going to do it in another episode, but the thought that came to me in my heart when it spoke, it said, "You'll never realize the impact that you have on people." You'll never fully comprehend it. And then it's not just for me. It's for everyone. You too. You'll never fully understand the impact that you've had on someone's life. So that was the thought that came in. And then literally, you know, I got, you know, sometimes people tell me stuff like, oh, you know, thank you so much. And But yesterday it happened and it was so obvious that the universe was like showing me. It happened like boom, 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 three back to back. And they all came in different forms. One person sent me a message saying that they... uh like this was, they showed me there's a screenshot of the, my podcast was the most listened podcast that they, they listened to. And they were saying how grateful they were. Another person told me that, you know, man, I love you. You're such an inspiration to me. You helped me. And then another one was the father of a, a an old teammate I had from high school who, who I haven't talked to in 20 plus years, the father at least. And he sends me an email. And I'm like, I don't even know how he had my email, but he sent me an email and he said that his son had died. My teammate had died, had passed away in his sleep. And his and I say this because um, a couple months ago, I had a, uh, a um, group coaching class I was going to do online, and then I didn't do it. And the reason why I didn't do it was because it was uh, I, I don't I only had three people sign up, and he was one of those three people. And he had kind of struggled with some mental health and mental health and was tormented by his thoughts. And his dad's put in the email saying that he uh, the last couple months he had been hearing voices saying that, you know, if you don't kill yourself, I'm going to kill your family and all this stuff. And so he had been tormented by his demons. Right. And I thought back and I said at the time when I didn't have that group session, I didn't have it because I felt like there weren't, quote unquote, enough people. But what it did yesterday, it showed me, and anytime I, I, I deal with death or you know someone something happens, something tragic happens, I always question my ask myself, well, how is this going to help me moving forward? And you know, yesterday I'm in a ceremony and I get this email and it it, it 
And then, my, like I said, my heart told me this, and I realized it doesn't matter if there was one person, if there was 500,000 people, it does not matter. It doesn't matter because you never know the impact that you're having on someone. And he was he said in the email, the whole point of it was that the last couple months, my videos and my podcast had helped his son through tough times, but I never knew it. You know, I found out, you know, I'm grateful that his father sent the email to tell me, but I, I didn't know it while it was going on. Would I have would I have still had that? That that uh, online course, probably, yeah, knowing what I knew. So I just realized, and this is for everybody, sometimes, especially as parents, we don't realize the impact that we have on our children. We don't impact, you know, on our coworkers. We don't understand. We don't know because we throw our pebbles. We put our energy into the, um, the, 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 the lake of life. And we throw this tiny little pebble and we think it's nothing, but that pebble keeps creates a ripple effect. And that ripple effect goes on and keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. It doesn't matter where somebody is on the lake. Eventually, that, that ripple is going to touch them. And that's the way life works. That's the way it works in the sea of energy that we're in. Your, 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 your thoughts, your emotions, your impact, the energy that you put in this world, your, your, you have your own energy signature. It absolutely matters. You may not always see it. You may not even comprehend it. But it absolutely matters. So I have to say that and preface it with that. Um, because this is you know, something that I didn't realize in my life and uh, maybe to help you along your, your journey. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it. You know, last episode, we, we, we talked about the I am, right? And how in, in Christian, in the Christian religion, understanding the esoteric meanings of, of what Jesus was and what Jesus the Christ is and how uh, it, and it had less to do with a physical man who walked the earth, you know, 2000 plus years ago and more to do with the allegorical metaphorical representation of you in your state of being or your state of consciousness and understanding that the I am was a state of being. It was a state of consciousness. So let's pick up here where we left off last week and talk about really because what sin is and what the ego is and how the two work together to essentially help you ascend to become all that you truly are. So I, I, I look at the word sin and, and, you know, we got taught, I know I got taught growing up, sinning was when you did something bad, you did something wrong, right? When you did something that was, it went against what the 10 commandments were, right? When you went against uh, what the laws of the Bible said, and that was what sinning is. But now through this journey that I'm on of, of fin- figuring out the inner world, I don't have to go against what the laws or rules in the Bible said for me to sin. Sin was sinning was of the mind. When you understand that the the, the, the book of, of of the Bible is a psychological book, and in order for it to be uh, transcendent and as powerful as we say it is, it would have had to have applied to everyone, regardless if you believed in that uh, that theolo- theological uh, perspective or not. It had it would have had to have. So this is where people don't realize, like, I don't, it doesn't matter whether you are a follower or not. It was talking to you, but the only way it could talk to you was it had to use universal principles. And we know that thoughts, the mind, the inner part of you is universal. It's going to apply to you as it applies to somebody else. So sin is of the ego, right? Sinning is what takes you away. It, it, the definition of it is missing the mark, right? You miss 
the mark. You're missing the mark of your divinity. What is your divinity? What is your divine nature? It's your inner state of being. When you, when you read the Bible and understand where they say Lord, God, it's your awareness of being. That's what God is. You are the word made flesh. You are God in the form of whatever your, your worldly identity is. This is what you are. This is what made human beings so amazing is that we had the, we had the ability through our level of consciousness to be aware that we were aware. This is why we've developed religions. No other creature has a religion. It's because we somehow inherently know that we are more than what we are. Because we have the awareness of awareness. So sinning is you missing that mark. Sinning is you failing to realize the divinity of what you are. So it's not through action necessarily. It's through thought. It's through mind. Do you see? So let's look at it like this. I don't have to go and kill somebody or rape somebody for it to be a sin. I can sit here in my office every day and constantly beat myself down and say that I'm unworthy of having any and doing everything in this in this existence. That's sinning. That's you missing the divinity that exists within inside of you. That's you missing the mark, not realizing that you are truly capable of any and everything because you are any and everything in the form of whatever your name is. So sinning is what I, I forgot where I read this at, but think of it like this acronym, self-inflicted nonsense. Go ahead and write that down right now. Self-inflicted nonsense. That's what it is. It's self-inflicted nonsense. It's all done to yourself. You're doing this to yourself because you're failing to realize truly what you really are. You are not the cup of water. You are not the droplet of the ocean. You are the ocean in the form of the droplet. Jesus was trying to tell you this. The story of Jesus was trying to tell you this. So if we look at the ego, right? We always talk about the ego, the ego, the ego. My mom told me a long time ago, a long time ago, before I even was even on this journey, she told me that the ego, she said, that's what that's what edges God out. Ego, E-G-O, edges, edges God out. So then I started thinking, okay, well, if it edges God out, well, we talked about what God was. God was the awareness of you, of, of being. That was the, that was your consciousness, and it edges it out. Well, what edges it out? To fail for me to fail to realize that I am the I am. The ego. The ego does. The ego. So the ego is what sins. Because it's what fail the ego through this this illusion of separation, it it basically gets me to forget that I am the I am in the form of DG. Do you see? So this is the nature, the nature of, of really what the Bible was trying to tell you. It was you to recognize that you were it. So I never understood when, when, when I first got in, kind of break, broke out and, you know, the confines of religion started understanding spirituality. I never understood when they would say the universe, you are the universe. I never got it. I was like, what does that mean? What does that even mean? No, you literally are. Science, I forgot what scientist said this, but he was like, uh, this universe is not only observable, it's participatory. It's participatory. You are it. It is you. There's no separation. That was the illusion that the ego created. The ego created this, this, this illusion that you were separate. And that's one of the things in this journey that I had yesterday's ceremony was recognizing that nothing was separate. Nobody was separate. I'm not separate from you. You are me. I am you. 
so I, I, I you know, when the, when the ceremony started to kind of wear off and I, I um, had to go out and run some errands, I would go to the grocery store and I could still feel the remnants of it. I just felt a love and peace like I can't explain. I can't even explain it. And I'm walking through the grocery store and I'm looking at every single human being and I'm just looking at them dead in their face. And I felt like, I felt like this giddy, this giddy sense of like, I can't even, like, like a, like a child just looking at these people because I saw myself in them. And I realized like, because I loved at that moment, I knew that there was no separation in me. I did not see separation in them. Do you see how this works? Because they are really just me. I am them. They are me. We're all one thing. We're literally all one thing. That's what the whole journey was to get you to realize. I, I was talking, I was doing on TikTok Live yesterday. I talked about the three. Someone asked me what's the meaning of life. From what I gather, it's just three things. Learn, grow, love. Learning, grow, and love. Learn from every experience, every situation, every uh, uh, encounter with a human being. Learn more about myself by asking, what is this teaching me? And then through that contemplation, it's helping me to learn more, which then helps me grow and I apply that growth, growth and integrate it into my life. And when I grow enough and have enough self-awareness, I will come to a place of pure love. Love not, is not an emotion. Love is a state of being. Love is basically what holds this entire universe together. Love is what the universe is. You love is the, the force. It is the recognition that there is no separation, that there is no separation between anything. That's what love is. So when I say that I love you, I'm essentially should be saying and feeling the vibration of you are me and I am you. That's why treat others the way you want to be treated. That's the golden rule. The fine print was I can't treat others. I will treat others the way I treat myself. So the love that I have for myself will be the love that I project onto you. That's why Jesus, the story, the Christ loved everyone. He loved the woman at the well. He loved the the, the, the lepers, the sinners. He, loved, he was able to love everyone because his flesh, his material world, the ego had died. This is why he died for man's sins. He died for man's sins. Do you see? So the, so, so, and then we talked about this last week, how you know, Jesus being our Lord and Savior, he was your Lord and Savior because he was the I am. He was the I am. The I am is always going to be the Lord and Savior. Whatever the I am proclaims, that is what it is. So if I'm starving or if I'm ailing or if I'm whatever I may be, I have bad health. Whatever I proclaim myself to be, if, I, if I'm hungry and I'm malnourished and I proclaim myself that I am fed, I am full, I am whole, that is my Savior. The I am is what saves. That's why Jesus always said I am. You go back to the Old Testament. God always said I am. Your failure to recognize that you are the I am is what sinning is. You're missing the mark of the divinity of what you truly are. So this illusion that that even, even in religion, this illusion that, that Jesus was separate from you, there's no way. If Jesus, if the story of Jesus was separate from you in your life, and I'm not, I'm, I'm look, I'm talking to you if you're non-Christian. If it was separate from you, then that means the words, the teachings really weren't that powerful. I can go ahead and drop the mic there on that one. I can go ahead and leave. I can go ahead and leave. I can go ahead and leave right now. I can go ahead and turn it off. Sorry, as I tr I sip on my tea like uh, Kermit did. You know that meme when it was floating around a little bit when Kermit Kermit had it. <laughs> he was sipping on tea. Remember that? Look, at the end of the day, this is why man was gr God's greatest creation. 
man is the creation of the creator and the creator will always be inside of the creation. But we're one of the few creations that we know of that has the ability to contemplate and reflect and shine its level of awareness and have a state of consciousness to the point that it knows it is something more than what it is. Like I said before, this is why we're the only creature that has a religion that we know of. We seek to find God, literally. And the reason why is because we are it. We are it. We are it. We seek to find ourselves. We seek to find what we are. It's almost like it's hidden. It's hidden. And this is the journey of, the, of, of, of you, the I. You going on this inner journey. This is why like every ancient philosophy, ancient text, they always told, they always, pre- they always preach the same thing. It was you going inward, always, always going to my father's house. I will, when, what do you say when he, I used to say in church? He died and ascendeth into heaven. He ascendeth into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. Heaven. Where is heaven? What is heaven? Luke 17, 21. Luke 17, 21. Jesus told you. He told you heaven was a state of, it, it, was, it was within you. It was within you. Heaven was within you. It was not a place. And then he said, if anyone says, lo, behold, there, lo, behold, there, here, do not listen to them. The, 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 the uh, heaven was a state of being. It was a state of consciousness. So when you had killed your flesh, meaning you had gotten rid of the past and the future of the ego and you were fully present, this was where you would find heaven. That's why the greatest in heaven were the children, because the children have not yet developed the cemented identity, these worldly uh, identities that keep them, keep them boxed in of the ego. They had not developed them yet. So that's why they are and were the greatest in heaven. Heaven is here. Heaven is not somewhere that you got to get to. That was the illusion to put it outside of you. Because now if it was outside of you, you would become a slave to that. And you would actually be confined within the, 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 the sins of the ego. So the journey for it to be so powerful, it would have had to have been an inward journey. It could not have been outside of you. It would have had to have been in you. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Now, understand what I'm saying this. I'm not I'm not I I could get metaphysical on you, but I'm not. I'm trying to keep this so everybody can understand. But like understanding that heaven or hell, there are other dimensions, but I'm speaking from the esoteric teaching so it can apply to you in your everyday job when you're working at your cubicle or your, your stay at home mom, whatever it is. Understanding that sinning from the ego, self-inflicted nonsense of the, the, the lack of awareness that you were not your thoughts, you were not your body, you were not your money, you were not your kids, you were not your spouse, you were not your job, you were not your car, you were not any of these things of this physical world. You are the awareness of those things. When you have that awareness, now this will start, sin won't even, like I don't even, like sinning doesn't even cross my mind. I say sin, like I have negative thoughts from time to time. But I realize why they happen. It's it's so the ego can continue to show its head. It pulls up out of me parts of me that I need to work on. So the things that I need to work on, that's what's being pulled up out of me so then I can work on it. But because in school growing up, and I'm speaking from the Western perspective, we don't get taught how to essentially heal ourselves and reconcile our emotions. We have these emotions that come up and we automatically think that they're bad. We think that they're 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 hurtful. We think that somebody asked me yesterday. They said, um, 
are, am I my thoughts? Am I my emotions? I said, there's no way you can be your thoughts and there's no way you can be your emotions. You cannot be anything that you observe. You cannot be anything that you observe. You cannot be anything that you observe. I'm looking at a tree right now. I know that I'm not the tree because I'm observing the tree. How can I be the thing that's being observed and the observed? You see, I can't be the thing that I'm observing. So that's why if you, you're observing your thoughts, you're observing your emotions, you're observing your body, you're observing your, your money, you're observing your relationship, you cannot be it. You are the awareness behind it. Just having that awareness creates separation from the ego. That was when Jesus told Peter, Satan, get behind me. Satan, get behind me. Ego, get behind me. You are not, I'm not you. This is what the ego wanted you to do. The ego wanted you to think that you were it. It wanted you to think that you were really your thoughts. You ain't your thoughts. You can't be your thoughts. You're aware of your thoughts. So how can you? This is why meditation was so powerful. It allows you to become the observer. Going inward is how you essentially, you are the flashlight that's shining its awareness on your thoughts and your emotions and your body and all these things. Going inward and taking time to be still and closing your eyes was you shining the light back on yourself because that's why it's so hard. You know, the light shines on everything but itself. Good God Almighty, I can probably turn it off right now and leave. The flashlight shines the light on everything but itself. <laughs> even that one, that one, that one even made me want to drop a mic right there. So what I'm, what I'm, my whole point of today is uh, really to get you to understand and comprehend that sinning is not of the body. It's not of action. It's of the mind. We sin all the time. Stop sinning. Stop separating yourself from the divinity from what you are. Don't do that. Recognize what you truly are. Recognize what you truly are. You are so much more than what you think you are. See, this is what I'm trying to tell people. People don't understand. I can't think my way. I can't think my way. That's not it. That's where the ego lived. The ego lived in the brain. The ego lived in the thoughts. I had to follow my heart. Your heart already knows. That's why plant medicine was so powerful and why I use it from time to time. Because it, it allows you to turn off your mind. It allows you to use your heart. It allows you to use your heart. That's why the first organ that was developed in your body when you were an embryo, when you were you were in the fetus, as a fetus, was uh, as your heart. Your heart is your heart is the gateway, is the link. What did the Bible say in Psalm 37, 4? Take delight in the Lord and the desires of your heart would be given unto you. Take delight in the Lord. Would I tell you what the Lord was? The Lord was the, your awareness of being. When you recognize what you are, when you re recognize what you truly are, all the desires of your heart would be given unto you because the heart was what spoke truth. Intuition. That's what your intuition is. Also, we call, talk about in, in Galatians, the Holy Spirit. That's what the Holy Spirit was. It was your intuition. I asked myself, I said, man, I remember when I heard about it, like the Holy Spirit. Do I have the Holy Spirit if I don't believe in, if I'm not Christian? Or or do I, or is it like something exclusive? Like in order for you to have access to the Holy Spirit, you had to have a, a, a like a card, like I had to be a follower of Christ. Like, is that everybody or just, just another word, just another label. Like we do, human beings put, in, we, we put labels on things so we can understand it. Sometimes we call it basketball, a ball. We call it a rock. We call it a pill. There's all these different concepts and all these different labels, but we're talking about the same thing. So I say that don't get so caught up in the concepts. Don't get so caught up in, in the semantics of words and use your heart. Your heart already knows. How do we know? How? Okay, DG, how do, how do, I, how do I listen to my heart? Stillness, quiet. Stillness and quiet. 
stillness and quiet. And then here's the other thing too. Don't view the ego as bad. This is this is what the ego does. It wants you to it wants you to view it as bad. It wants you to. But when we look at the ego, the ego is just the other pole, it's just the other end. Your spirit incarnated, it broke off of this universal consciousness, this universal spirit. And it broke off into sometimes we call it your higher self, your spirit, then individualized itself through the soul. Uh, the Greeks called it psyche, right? Which means the mind. Soul lives in the mind and it breaks itself off into two parts. We have the soul and we have the ego. Okay, it's kind of like your kind of like the subconscious. The soul was supposed to be taking orders from the spirit. And here's why. The spirit was all knowing. It knew everything already because it, because it was it was what we would refer to as God in a smaller form. It was the drop of the ocean. It was the ocean in the form of a drop. But then the soul was the personality. It was, it was allowed to be individualized. But it could only accept what it's being told. If we look at it and you think about the hierarchy, the soul is supposed to be listening to the, the spirit. But then here's what happens. The ego's developed. The ego and it slides in between the soul and the spirit. So now the, the ego is speaking down to the soul. And the soul is just saying yes, 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 yes. Because that's all it can do is accept what it's told. And now our soul is what carries out this physical existence. So the ego is needed. The ego is needed. It is part of the segmented mind. It is a part of the segmented mind. The ego is needed because that was the thing that was going to allow you to be found. People ask, what do I do when I'm lost? You had to be lost in order to be found. I had to be broke in order to be prosperous. I had to be weak in order to be strong. Do you see how this works? This is the pole, the polar opposites of, you had to have darkness to know that light existed. So when people say, what do you think about Balenciaga and all this stuff going on, all this hate and all this, that unfortunately, not to say unfortunately, it's needed. It's needed. It's so needed. You can't have one pole without the other. It can't just be all light. There has to be darkness because the darkness is what gives context to the light. Do you see? So do not view sinning as bad. Do not view it as um, do not view it as something that is negative. Do not view the ego as something as negative. Ask yourself this: when you realize that you're having these thoughts, when you realize that you're having these emotions that are separating you from others and separating you from the divinity, because that was part of the things about being, you know, recognize the divine. It was recognizing that there was no separation. That's why we say God is love. God is the divinity. Love is the, the, the recognition that there was nothing separate. So if you feel any separation from anyone, don't then allow the ego to beat yourself up about it. Don't beat yourself. Ask yourself why. And then you'll see why that person, why you feel that way, what they pulled out of you. So as you continue to embark on your journey and you continue to move forward, um, awareness is key. Awareness is key. That's what you are. You are awareness. So the more awareness that you have, the less that the ego can control the life. Right? The less the prince of the world or the princess of the world can run your life. But it's, it's needed. It needs to be there. It's kind of like, it's like walking a dog. You're the walker. The ego's the dog. Great companion in this physical existence. It'll do exactly what it needs to do so long as it's not pulling you around. You're the one who has the leash, though. You have the leash. You have to recognize that you have the leash. A lot of times what happens is we get dragged around by this dog, and we don't realize that we're the ones who's actually holding the leash. 
all in all to say that it's time for you to maybe start taking accountability for your life, all parts of it. It's really painful at times, but it's only painful because of the illusion of the ego. It wants you to think that don't go down this way because it's painful, it's scary, don't do that. That's actually the way that you need to go. It creates this this like this facade. Oh, don't go that way. No, 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 no. That's bad. It's dangerous. No, I need to go that way. I need to go that way. Because you know why? Worst case, I'm going to figure out a little bit more about myself. I'm going to raise my level of awareness. If I raise my level of awareness, guess what? Now I know that that dog can't pull me anymore. <laughs> the dog can't pull you. The ego can't, can't, can't uh, rule your life. You will use the ego as the tool that it is in this physical existence. As always, I wish you uh, nothing but the best. I wish you nothing but um, abundance and prosperity and thought, emotion, and action. And continue on the pathway to your results. <laughs>